creating and holding a safe space for young people and their families. This is the I Am Life Project. In this podcast, we talk to Hugh Whitaker from Humor Street Art. We talk about his work and the ongoing projects that he will be doing with the I Am Life Project. Well, I think we'll we'll dive in if that's all right, Hugh. Um, yeah, first thing I was going to say to you was um, how how did you get into doing graffiti in the first place? Um, unfortunately, I can't give you uh, one of those exciting stories about growing up on the streets and painting and getting arrested and stuff, unfortunately. Um, although I did start at quite a young age, um, probably about eight or nine years old and always um, had a love for it, sort of watching videos of people painting artwork and painting graffiti. Um, and I was fortunate enough to, my parents would, you know, get, get some boards set up in the garden and um, yeah, I used to paint then. That phase kind of fizzled out a little bit and then about probably four years ago, um, I very sadly lost my best mate who, um, he used to graffiti as well. So I was doing a lot of portraiture at the time and I thought it was only right to do a tribute portrait of him down at Grosvenor Park. Um, there's a legal wall there quite locally. So that kind of got the, got the ball rolling again. And when you started getting into it again, was it a flurry of like excitement getting and doing it more and more and more? Were you... Were, was it like a sort of a tap had sort of turned on a little bit? Um, yeah, it happened quite quickly. Um, I was, I think I was probably about 19 at the time and I'd started making a little bit of money through my artwork, but it, nothing was ever really taken off that quickly. Um, I did the portrait of him, which was very new to me because most of my work would be sort of very small, A3, A4 pencil drawings did the big portrait and I decided to host a big meetup with all of his friends and family. So not only was it the first time I was trying out spray paints and colored portraits, I had an audience of about 14, 50 people Mm. and it spread over two days and everyone was so grateful and they absolutely loved the artwork. And I was like, do you know what? This is what I want to do. So the kind of feedback from the public and his friends, I was thinking, do you know what? There's potential here. So, um, yeah, carried on and kept kept working with spray cans. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, it's, I was going to say, I think in recent years we've seen like people like in the states, like David Cho, and we've had obviously Banksy here. Like graffiti seems to yeah. be coming more and more mainstream. I think it's been like that for sort of about five, ten years now. Definitely. Have you seen a change in 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 the sort of the amount of clients you're getting and and the sort of the sorts of clients you're getting? Yeah, um, I think it's definitely becoming more sort of trendy and accepted and um, there's a lot of stigma stigma with the word graffiti. Um, I call myself a mural artist or a street artist because that's easier for people who aren't quite sure what I do. They get a better idea of the work that I create. Um, But it's definitely becoming something now where people want to be original and with what I do, every bit of artwork is completely unique. Um, and it's sort of focused to the business or company or project. Um, so yeah, I think I think people want to have something new for themselves. And how did you get into sort of working with schools? 
When, when did that first start? Um, probably about, at the moment, about 70% of my work is um, private jobs that I do. I paint them for companies and schools. So I started doing a few school commissions. Um, it's normally quite a lot of scenery. We do stuff for kids. We've done libraries, um, like dining halls, uh, classrooms and stuff. And it's normally lots of wildlife and local stuff. So we've done like wooden scenes and we like to put like all the animals in and the kids really enjoy it. And from there, we, I started to then host a few sort of workshops and the kids are fully able to use the spray cans. It's great. And um, yeah, the workshops are starting to become a lot more popular. And that's something that I want to push a little bit more because uh, teaching the kids, you know, opening their creativity and getting them to have a go at paintings. Um, yeah, it's nice. It's a good thing to do. Uh, obviously, that's been a difficult. You've been difficult to do that kind of work at the moment. Obviously, with with, with shutdown, yeah. is there something that you're going to pick up again once things start to around September? I'm thinking, like start when kids start to integrate back into school. Is that something you're going to sort of try and get in yeah. early doors on? Yeah, it's a real shame, really, because um, my art career, I. Um, for people who don't know, I, I started a company with a couple of other guys called Paint Mechanics, and I did that for a couple of years. Um, and unfortunately, with just a conflict of opinions, we've split, and I'm doing my own thing now, as from January this year. And I had a lot of parties booked up, which is was I was really looking forward to, and everything's been postponed. And over the last few months, with obviously a lot of social distancing, and everyone's had time to themselves, I've been having quite a long think about what I want to do, and I feel that you know, getting involved with the community and especially children who haven't been able to go to school, who've missed out on a lot of, you know, interaction with their friends at quite an important age. I feel like with the artwork and the workshops I host, it'd be a great way to get people back together, um, have a bit of fun, um, you know, have, make a bit of mess and have a bit of artwork to show for it. I'll bring in, I think I'll bring in the I Am Life Project guys there at this point. How did you come about getting involved with what he does? Hello. Uh, well, I know Hugh. Well, I've known Hugh for a couple of years now because he's he's beautifully decorated a lot of Tunbridge Wells with his amazing artwork, and he actually once pinched a parking space of mine. I had to exit him out, but then when I realised who he was, I was rather happy to have the um, introduction. And he's he's done some projects for me personally, and I think he's just getting better known in the town now for this for the work that he does do. He's done some workshops at some events that I've been involved in. And he's just fantastic at how he really opens up creativity. With, and he's also very inspirational because he's a young man. I mean, you were how old when you started, Hugh, with, with your businesses? Um, about 1920, I think. Yeah. I'm 24 now, so it's, it's only been a few years. He's a wee baby, Giles. Yeah. He's a wee baby. So, you know, I think for the I Am Life, I know Anna and Matt will have something to say on it in a sec, but we... I, you know, we really want to work with people that are wanting to, like you said, um, integrate into the community. And that is through schools at the moment, because they are going to find it a big transition going back. And any way that we can sort of work with young adults and help them to express themselves more freely with more freedom is, is what it's about, basically. So he was the perfect person to talk to. Um, yeah, I know that Matt and Anna, you've, you've obviously had deals with Hugh as well, haven't you? Old. 
in the past. No, I haven't, but hi, you. Well, we're so bringing people I, together. I no, I feel I'm meeting a big celebrity. I do feel like, but no, you're, yeah. No, oh, it's very kind of you. I wouldn't go as far as saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we met, we, in the pipeline um, for your, your cafe, there was some work that was, yeah, man. you know, planned and then never got through. And then you actually spoke to me again earlier on this year and it was just before lockdown and what with changes with myself and work. Um, you know, hopefully that's something that will be still be happening in the future. But, um, yeah, for sure. I think everyone sort of realised there are more better social things that we can be doing at the moment and getting people back together. What what's the sort of things we can expect yeah, from a, from a from one of your workshops? Um, well, it varies. To be honest, I kind of tailor the sessions depending on maybe the age range, maybe what I'm doing it for. Um, I've done work for charities and um, like I've done schools for children who have been kicked out of school and it's, you know, kind of the last chance for them. So those kind of sessions I might tailor what we're doing to be a bit more appropriate for them. Um, But with a lot of the workshops, I do a lot of stuff with stencil work and, you know, finding things and creating art with spray paint um, on canvases and stuff you can take home. Sometimes we set up large walls and give people the chance to come and sort of, you know, explore their creativity. Um, but most of it's just having a bit of fun, really. Um, yeah, a lot of people haven't, have never used a spray can. And I've had 50-year-olds, you know, I have to kind of tell them, you know, you've got to let other people have a go now with a spray can. They get so <laughs> into it. And I've had people tell me that they've just, you know, never had so much fun with, with, with a bit of paint before. And you're going to be all right doing ours outdoors. <laughs> We're yeah. going to be outdoors, which is yeah, great, isn't no, it? Cause you... Yeah, that's perfect. That's all good. Um, it's never a problem, really. Because um, you've done a lot of your workshops outdoors, haven't you? Yeah, lots of them do. Um, you know, we've got, we've got gazebos and marquees. And to be honest, if, if it rains, you know, you can still have fun. It, it's, it, it doesn't matter. The, the paint's um, pretty durable. You can actually still paint in the rain. Can you? Outcomes. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's very fast drying. Um, it's waterproof, and you know, if say if you're painting a wall and it starts raining, you can still paint through it. And to honest, it, yeah, doesn't affect it too much. I think what I love most about this, uh, Hugh, is having three teenage sons of my own, um, and having a little bit of an exploration with them a few years ago uh, with some spray paints when I was spray painting some furniture oh, cool. in the back garden. And exactly as you were saying, I could not get those spray paints off those boys. And now they're 17, nearly 17, uh, 14 and, and 13. And what I love is that I've felt for a long time now there's a massive gap for kids that age. And it's very easy to find lots of things um, on offer for kids of primary school. Yeah. And then we get into this sort of age of secondary school when I think always – Teenagers have always been given a bit of a bad rap, right? Or a bit of a bad rep. You know, we always sort of think of them as going a bit sort of wayward and difficult to control. And there's lots of independence as they try to sort of strive and forge their own way. And I just, as you were talking, I'm so excited to be able to offer this and and what you're doing and us as a collective to my kids because my boys are going to absolutely love it. I just know they are. And I think the wealth of, you know, experience and you, as you're talking, being able to kind of get down on their level, you know, they can find it very relatable. And also because I think you do, uh, you know, you, you, 
you're the age that you're at and you have your experience, but you look young. Yeah. And I think that that's very um, quite surprising because I think often in a school arena, they're so used to having a lot of older, you know, uh, mentors and teachers surrounding them. And I think sometimes that can be a little bit of a sort of switch off automatically if I take myself back to when I was at school. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really exciting to have you on board. So thank you. Thank you. I, I've got a question for you, brother, actually. I, I wondered... When you've like since you started, you've been doing it for a little while now, but have you found any resistance in terms of like your friends, um, parents, or school, or anything like any resistance in society that have, you've come up against? Because it's obviously a passion of yours, and I've seen your work, man, and it's awesome. Thank you. So you've got a clear talent, dude. And I just, I really wondered, like, if you've come up against any resistance of like people saying that, you know it's not a mainstream job and you might not make a lot of money at it or anything like that. Cause for me, what, what I like, I mean, as you know, I've spoken to you and tried to get you to a, a few times do a piece in my shop cause I want it centerpiece and I think it's awesome. But I just really wondered if you had had any resistance to what you do. Yeah. Um, do you know, I haven't been asked that question before and I have a couple of times and I like, I still remember them. So um, I went to Skinner's, so anyone who's sort of from the Tom and Joel's area, um, Skinner's is a grammar school, and we were all pushed towards maths and science, and the art was just completely, um, it was actually quite good about six years ago when I was there, but I actually went in to visit uh, last year and have a chat to the students, and it had gone from, when I was in Upper Sick, there was about 24 of us, it had moved, there's only seven kids in the whole of sixth form, for like, up in the sixth and apparently all the funding's gone um when i left school i was doing this portraiture as i mentioned earlier and it was you know i was only getting a few in and it was hard to start off on your own and i had to do a lot of other um work just to keep myself um keep myself going and i've had people before this probably not within the last three years but they've said to me you know when are you going to get a proper job or like you know there's only so long you can do this hobby for and stuff and I feel very privileged that I had the support to keep going at it because a lot of people would need to get a bit more of a secure job, but it took a couple of years. But how easy I found it was when it took off, I feel like if I can help other people jump that first stage of struggling to get out there and get noticed. Um, yeah. yeah, no, no, it's, it's, a, it's a good question. And, and definitely, um, and from very close people in my family, have, you know, they've said to me, this isn't going to work sort of thing, which no one ever likes to hear. Uh, but I know for a lot of people that is the case and it doesn't work. And then they find up finding, you know, just a more secure job. What's, um, with that in mind, Hugh, what is, what is the, um, you know, what has kept you going? What has, has it been, because there has, you know, with every bit of resistance, there's people around us that support us. And I think you have to gravitate towards that. Yeah. You know, so you must, I mean, I know for one, you, Lots of people, like the saying, think your stuff is incredible. Thank and you've you done much. some really um, high-profile pieces recently when people, you know, have been suffering yeah. from mental health and young adults. Yeah. And there's been an awful lot. So you've, I think you've really made a big difference with your statements. Do you feel like, you know, you've got that strength from somewhere and that you're now getting a bit more of that recognition? Yeah. And how did you get that strength? I just think, like, a lot of the stuff that I do, I want to get involved with the artwork, it, it's not a case of whether you're getting paid or not. That's not the way to do it. And, you know, I've lost quite a few people close to me and friends of mine have as well. And I do a lot of tributes for people. 
And I feel that that kind of gets the community together a lot better. And I'm realizing now that doing projects and parties and workshops and festivals and all of that, that's the best way to get your name out there, really. You can do hundreds of jobs in just, you know, offices or bedrooms and stuff, but you've got to be a little bit more diverse um, and a bit more connected. I think what kept me going really was just the fact that I was starting to get a few good jobs and I was working a bit more with the council and I was seeing it go up and I was just thinking, you know, this is a perfect time just to keep fighting. And obviously here's COVID and, you know, all new businesses setting up and people who, uh, you know, trying to grow. It, it, it's been a real kick in the teeth for a lot of people. So, um, yeah, it's good that we're sort of seizing this moment. It's incredible. Well done you for, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes when you've got people are seemingly, they care about you, but the way it comes across, isn't it? It's like, don't do it. Don't take risks. Don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. It's tough listening to that inner compass a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, Hugh, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Where can people find your work? Um, I'm on social media. My my artist name is Humor, spelled H-U-M-O-R, and humorstreetart.co.uk. That's my website. So go check it out. Um, yeah, there's a you know a lot of corporate stuff, a lot of private jobs, and all the parties. There's loads of photos on there, and nobody actually knows this moment. But tomorrow, I've probably got the biggest job I'll have for probably next five years. I can't say what it is, but it's all getting filmed, and it's going to be launched in about two months. It's um, yeah, when it comes out, it's something that I'll probably never get asked to do again. But I'm starting that tomorrow, so. This week's man. quite a busy week at the moment. So You're coming here first uh, for luck, office. She's doing the office first. I'm so just giving to that say, in that... now. I got that, I got that comment earlier. The... Offices, bedrooms. Not till you've done my office and my bedroom. No way. You, you always get parties. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I like to hear. I mean, the other thing I did just want to sort of say as well is that obviously, Hughes, we, we haven't officially announced the workshop dates. But when we do, Hugh's going to be our first one which we're very excited about and there'll be more details about that on our website too so there'll be a whole whole section so we good if you would like more information on the i am life project please email connect at the i am life 